Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. I have a guest today that I actually had no idea existed um, up until about a few weeks ago. Basically, I went to the JB Gear show, which I'm sure at this point you've heard me talk about a few times. Uh, this particular person was the guy that was actually playing live when I walked into the show, and I later found out he snuck into the show and <laughs> managed to play live, <laughs> which is so fucking sick. Uh, he has actually a song called So Long, which has 152,000 streams, a little more than that, which is crazy, and he actually just dropped an album called Dead Rose on uh, basically at the beginning beginning of August. Uh, I have a, my guest today. His name is Day Rose, also known as Dead Rose. And uh, yo, man, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. This is sick. Hell uh, yeah. First interview, we up. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so uh, I, uh, you know, I really liked your music, man. I was listening to it all the way through, and I noticed that you had quite a bit of transition from, you know, 2017 to like where you're at now, yeah. and even before that. But before I get into that, mm -hmm. I want to first understand who's Corey DeRose and uh, how did you go from, you know, where, you, like, where did you come from first? I always I, want to find out what your history is first. I, so. I, 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 so where were you born? Where did you go to school? I was born here. Born in Kelowna, British Columbia. Fuck. Uh, not a big fan anymore, but it's I. It's I. Um, my mom's from Zimbabwe originally. What? She, yeah, she was born there. She lived there till she was five, and then her and her um, her two brothers and my my uh, grandpa and my oma they moved down to Vancouver and moved with the rest of my family. I have a lot of like Muslim family. My um my mom like my oma is Muslim and stuff. So like um my mom moved from Vancouver down to down here, and then I was born when I yeah like two thousand. <laughs> I'm eighteen. Um. I don't know. I started getting into music. Like I don't know. Like, what was the question? I mean, sidetracked it. Oh no, it's all good, <laughs> Just, man. Just like where I come from. And yeah, shit. yeah. Where did like, you come from? What's your yeah, history? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So originally, my name is Matt. Actually, it's not even Corey. That's the funniest thing. My oh, name, my full, my full name is Matt Corey DeRose. Um, but don't call me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like either of my my names. Like Matt is my my like legal first name and I fucking hate that name. Why? Cuz like it's so boring. <laughs> M A T T four letters. Like that's just it's not even Matthew. It's just Matt. Would you prefer it if people called you Matthew? Maybe, but what, even like, that, I don't even like that name. It's kind of like I don't like it, man. Like well, I, I but like I don't like any names for me. Like it, like I like my like that's the funny thing. The only thing I like is my last name because my last name literally means like the translation of De Rose means the rose in Dutch. It's um so D E space R O O S, and um, that just means the rose. Um, I thought that was a really cool symbol. I learned that when I was like really really young from my dad, and I just like it shows like um it's a flower right so it's like a beautiful like symbol but at the same time it, it has like the thorns on it so it's like if you get too close it'll cut you um and i, and I, I like that that symbolism and then um from there uh so then like the reason why i started going by dead rose like to be completely honest like i mean i have it tattooed on my fingers and i didn't even like, i tatted that before i even like actually thought i was gonna start going by dead rose but like um the reason why is just because nobody knows how the fuck to say my name. <laughs> because every time they look at the D E space R O O S, they either, they either go like Darus or they go like Darus or they like they just don't really they don't get it. So like, um, and I don't know. Dead Rose, I like the the symbolism of that too. Just because um again like I was talking about how like the the symbolism of the rose and like getting too close to the flower it'll cut you. And then I, if you don't let anybody get close to you though, you don't let anybody get close enough to water the flower then it dies. You know. 
So it's like that shows kind of a little bit of like the struggle that I have within my life with like not letting people get close to me. Um, and yeah, so that's the, and that's what I talk about a lot in my music too. So I figured it kind of just shows the general character. And it's just it's just easier. Like it's so much easier to remember like and to know and like look up. Everybody just gets it. Like internet friendly, Dead Rose. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That's why I went with it. So. so then why did you go from Matt to Corey, though? Uh, when I was seven? Oh, yeah, that's a funny one. So, like, um, I was Matt, and then, like, you know, like, the story time mats that you have in, like, fucking, like, grade two and shit? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so, like, every time we put the mats away, like, after story time and shit, people, the kids would be like, oh, go lie with the mats, Matt. And I would be like, <laughs> and, like, it was kind of funny, like, at first. But then it was like I heard that shit like literally every day for like months, like, and I just and I couldn't take it. I was like, nah, this is, this sucks. I was like, I can't stand this. And then I like and then I, like my asked my dad about my middle name. Like I'm like, yeah, so like Corey's my middle name. Like yeah, like he's like okay, okay, like that's kind of cool. I like that a little bit more than Matt. Like I, no one can call me like a Corey. Like when I put the mats away, like it's it's chill, man. Like I go by Corey. <laughs> you know, it's a little seven year old logic, right? And then I was like, yeah. I went to school one day and it was like I couldn't take it. They were like, go out with the mats, Matt. And I was like, you know. What? man i like stood up and I, I literally i flipped off the whole classroom i was seven i was like like that and i like walked out bro. Wow. <laughs> yeah i walked straight to the office i walked myself to the office I that's was, like, a, that, wow. okay yeah, i walked to the office and i was like and i was like i, uh, I picked up the phone i uh, i called him the only phone number that i knew how to call which was my dad's phone number and i was like dad my name's Corey now that's what it is, and that's it. And I, like, hung up the phone, and I, like, walked back to the classroom, and I just, like, sat down, and I was like, my name's Corey. Don't call me Matt. If you call me Matt, I won't answer, and I just didn't answer to Matt. Like, if, I, if people would be like, aye, aye, and they'd be like, yo, Matt, and I just wouldn't say anything. I'd just be like, nah. And I'd, like, just keep walking away, and then finally be like, Matt, Matt, Matt. Like, Corey, I'd be like, yeah, how can I help you? Like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, wow. So that's, Such a dramatic story. Um, yeah, man. It's kind of funny, like. I'm a dramatic kid. Like I was, yeah. Like I was very over dramatic kid. Like I was an actor from when I was fucking six till um, sixteen. So really, okay. Yeah, so man. what what do you mean by actor? Like theater, movies, theater. TV, theater. And I did some some like um, like film stuff, but not too too much. Really? Okay. So like, what did you? do in film oh uh, in film like fucking not nothing really like film it was more just like personal stuff like i, oh, okay. I like do some acting like like basement and things like that you know like oh, okay because i used to act for like i used to model for basement heads and stuff like that. oh shit yeah well, back in the day with the curly hair <laughs> um what about theater what did you mostly do for theater acting? well so theater I, like it was like musical theater actually <laughs> wow but yeah man so that's, you've that's how i got my training though like that's the thing like i, I actually i don't like musical theater anymore like it's i've lost like i've lost all of my love for it why which is kind of a sad thing to say um because i did have like a passion for it at one time and like um it's just like i don't know it was the environment i was in there like it, i just it, i was working for something that in the end of it i realized that i didn't even want it was like i was trying to be something that i wasn't and it was like i don't even like know why i'm trying to do this anymore by the end of it it's like i started off at the very beginning i like looked at 
the stage and i think what it i think what it really was like i never really realized like i never stopped to think about what it was out of being like on the stage that it was actually appealing to me that is like i looked at the stage and i was like oh this is sick like they're in the spotlight he's got like 300 people staring at him right now like that's what i want to be and i looked at my mom and i was like mom i want to be on that stage so i was like all right so she put me in classes and i went on that stage it wasn't that stage i needed to be on it was just like a stage i just wanted to be on a stage i wanted to be in front of people that's what like the real love is inside of me is that i want to be in front of people um i like how i crave that um so like uh, I started doing lessons and shit. Uh, and so I started acting because, like, I don't know, I was always good at acting. It was just, like, my thing. And then, like, um, started getting parts and stuff. And then the thing about Actors Studio is it's mostly musical theater. So, like, it's kind of funny because, like, I started off acting and the music wasn't first. And then, mm. like, but it was, like, all right, well, like, to be the best here, you got to start singing. And, like, my attitude's like, all right, I'm going to start singing. And so it was, <laughs> like, so I just started, like, playing around with my voice. Like, not many people knew about that. And then, like... I don't know, I just started going with it. Uh, like, I had this one, there's this one, like, assembly at my school where I wasn't even supposed to sing, but I was, like, I was up there, like, reading the speech thing in the middle of a song, and then I, like, the rest of the school was supposed to sing along this one part, and they didn't sing, and I was singing into the mic, and then the whole school heard me sing, and they were just, like, looking at me, and I was, like, all right, well, I guess I'm a singer now. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just worked really, really, really hard at doing that acting shit, and being like good at it, being like the best at it there, um, that's what I wanted to be. Um, and I finally got the lead role in a show, and I was like, I don't know, it, it was like a chore to me. Like, to, like really? when I actually had the lead role, it was like a chore to like learn my shit and do it. Like by the time I got there, I didn't, I didn't care anymore. And I was like, fuck. Like I love that show. I put my all into it. In the end of it, I was like, you know what, man? Like you got to do this. But it's like, and like that was Spring Awakening. I played the lead role in that. It was like really, really like heavy material, and I appreciated it. It was fucking really, really good for um for me. Um, but that was the last thing I did there, and I was like, I'm done. Like I can't do this anymore. Like I need to leave. So I, I left. Um. I started making music, I guess. I don't know. Like, that's sort of what happened. It was just, it was really funny. Like, I, I didn't really know, like, the music was never something that was planned. It was never something that I thought was really going to happen. Like, I had done, um, I performed in, like, a rock band before. Like, I used to take guitar lessons and stuff. And I right. did, like, punk rock shit when I was, like, 10 until I was, like, 14. And I'd taken singing lessons for, like, six years with the singing, with my singing list, uh, singing teacher, Noreen Morrow. And she's amazing. She, uh, she's, like, my mom. Mm. <laughs> she's sweet. But, uh... And I owe a lot to her, but I don't know. I never thought I was going to make music. I thought I was going to act or I thought I was going to direct film for a while. Cause I've, like, I've had some background in that too. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, I started just like running with the music like a year and a half ago with, um, I don't know, man. Like it, it just seemed like all of the things that I like did kind of just fit so perfectly there. It was like, I can make music videos. Like, I can just, like, be directing those kind of things. Like, I can be, you know, I, I can make the music and express myself through that. And, like, I was also going through a lot, like, um, mentally at the time. And, like, um, I don't know. It was, it was a way for me to express myself. Right. And a way for me to, like, get it out. And, like, it's kind of funny because I kind of started making music before I really had a lot of that like weighing down on me like I, I was just starting to go into into that spot right and what like, age were you by the way uh when i first started making music i was 17 yeah i was 17 okay yeah. all right but like early 17 like i just turned 17 yeah, yeah. um yeah 
the fuck? I don't know. It's not long, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't know. And then my, my whole message of what I was talking about changed, like, a lot since then. Just because, like, it's gotten to me being, like, I, I sort of, like, a lot of the time I feel like artists get um, wrapped up in, like, posing to be something that they aren't, which yeah. is something that I got wrapped up in, like, in the very beginning of making music. It's like you come onto the scene and you want to be... Um, you want to be like the thing that's doing well, you know what I mean? So it's like you look at like what's trending, and it's like, all right. So if um, you know, if Lil Pump doing really really good right now, you know what I mean? It's like, all right. So that means for you to do well, you got to come on here and like rap about Zans, fucking like you know like, just the most like fuck shit like just yeah. like, it's like I don't and like I don't do any of that shit. So it's like, but I, in the very beginning, it's like that's what I got to talk about. So it's like you know I was rapping about like the fishes and like all that kind of shit. It's like it's like I can so I can rap about girls. That's what I talk about. But it's yeah. like I don't talk about them like that anymore because it's like that's not how I actually feel. Yeah. Like, it's like I, I I feel like very differently. Like it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> like you you have to be true to yourself in your art to um like for people to to appreciate it properly because it's like they can tell when it's fake like mm-hmm. they can tell when you're um when you're lying to them yeah like, oh 100 like, yeah. it's like you know it's like they can tell that little pump is actually that messed up you know what i mean <laughs> right <laughs> that's the thing so yeah you know. yeah <laughs> okay okay i get it and i see that transition you know like listen to your earlier songs you know like listen to your singles like trust nobody or nighttime or mood or like mm-hmm. it's nothing like it's so different yeah. from what's on dead me. rose I hate mood. I tried to delete. Mood will be gone soon. Really? Mood will be gone soon. I deleted it from um, from SoundCloud, but uh, I, I gotta get it down off of Spotify. So. Why do you hate him so much? Mood? Yeah. Cause mood is just like, it's not a good song. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was talking about like the whole like, I don't know, man. Like this, it's not again, it's not mixed well. Um, mm. and then it's also just like, I don't, I don't. It's kind of cheesy. Hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's it's old music that I don't really like. Like, some of my old music I like. Like, Trust Nobody, I actually really like. Yeah, yeah, Trust Nobody got, like, a lot of yeah um, good reception on it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. People like that one. Um, I might remaster that one. Yeah, I really like uh, like It's Nothing. I think it's so sick. Yeah. It's just so different from what you're doing, you know? It's got, like, the Japanese lettering on the cover yeah, art and man. stuff, and it's just, like... That's, it's... like, my other vibe. It's, like, I love that kind of, like, rash. Like, when I rap... Like it, it sound like that. Like it's like when I, like I, I like I can rap sometimes, and when when I do, it sounds like very structured. Because like when I rap, I spend a lot of time thinking about it. Because like I don't know, it's almost like outside of my comfort zone. So it's like I need to make it sound like like perfect to me in the moment. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I gotta like structure it more when I sing a song. Like like most of the songs that I uh, record, I freestyle. Like it's oh like, really? Like, nowadays, yeah. Yo, I, st- I know I, a lot of rappers do yeah, that. Though. Like I started off uh, writing mostly, uh-huh. but it's like within the last like couple months, I, I like kind of half write, half freestyle. It's like I'll sit there and I won't actually write anything down, but I'll be like, all right, this is what's gonna like. I'll kind of get the idea of the melody in my head, and I'll be like, all right, so I'll get on the mic and like I'll just do it. And sometimes I just straight up will just freestyle the whole verse and be like, all right, we're done. There we go. And then sometimes it's like, okay, we got to cut this up. Like we'll do this like a few times. Like, I'll just spit some garbage, you know. And then it's like, but you can't be afraid to do that because then like the best stuff comes out of that. Like you gotta like really be like letting down your walls to um to to get the the raw stuff. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And, and so 2017 hit, right? And that's when you also released the Fear EP. Yeah. 
right? And that was a little different from what you had going on with um, what your latest stuff is. You had a lot more sort of like guitar yeah. influence on that, right? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 guitar will never leave my music, man. There's gonna like I got so much guitar still coming. Like guitar is just gonna be in everything forever. Really? Why? Why do you like guitar? Because so guitar is just like it's my favorite instrument like i play a little bit of guitar i'm not good at guitar yeah i, I can't I, I'm, I want to uh record guitar on myself for a song like for one of the beats on my songs at some point because it'd be sick because then i could bring a guitar out on stage and like smash the shit out of it and stuff and it'd be just like <laughs> hell yeah i want to light a guitar on fire at some point because it'd be sick. pull off freaking, that jimmy hendrix type yeah shit. exactly yeah. man like i heard that story when i was like a little kid my dad told me about hendrix lighting guitar on fire and i was like i gotta do that Did you watch day, the video man. Uh, there's a video yeah 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 jimmy hendrix plays the monterey pop festival okay in 1969 i think is what it no no no. it must have been like 1967 yeah it was 67 monterey pop festival what he does is he's playing Bro, I see that shit. he's playing wild thing and at the okay. very end of that song or yeah near the end of the song he basically just like gets his guitar starts smashing it he pours lighter fluid all over <laughs> it and he lights it on fire yeah, and he literally weird. like he's like humping the guitar and like lighting it on fire and he's like telling it to rise and you see the face of the people in the crowd they're all like what, just the, like, what the fuck, fuck is, is happening on, it's the most se- it's so sick it's fucking crazy look it up man it's so uh, sick yeah literally i got you yeah jimmy hendrix is a fucking genius that's mark, like yeah. most Everybody knows that he's a genius. I mean, yo, so. of course, yeah. of course. Hendrix is a genius, man. Like he changed yeah. like everything. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> like they, with, literally with that performance, you talk about the audience like staring at him like that. Like Hendrix, like hat. Somebody had to do it, man. Like yeah. it was like he came along. He's like, all right, we're just breaking this shit down. Like it's like the shock factor had to start going up, and then it's like you had someone like like Marilyn Manson had to come along eventually. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. The shock factor just keeps going up with every new generation. Like pretty much. Like yeah. yo, I mean, you need something to get people's attention. Yeah, you know, facts. There's some, like, crazy, crazy people out there. So, yeah. No, it's dope. It's crazy. It's but but tell me tell me what was the writing the Fear EP like for you? Um, mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's that. Oh, okay. So, you, okay. So, explain See, that a little was, bit. Um, fear was, like, man, I just was kind of talking about, like, the state of the world. Like, I haven't listened back on Fear in a long time. Talking about, like, the state of the world, like, how I was feeling at the time. Uh, lots of just... I talk about visuals in that. Like, I, I rap about, like, visuals in it. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like, what's another song that's a good example? Like, uh, fucking Two Lost Souls Swimming in a Fish Bowl Year After Year. That's a, I reference Pink Floyd a lot. Do you? In that album, like a lot. That that album is like my ode to Pink Floyd. Oh shit! Um, like there's a song on there called um, "Lost Souls," and "Lost Souls" is like, like I I don't want to like make the sound way like it's like I took certain Pink Floyd lyrics and I put them into the song and then I like wrote different lyrics and like kind of structured it like that. So yeah. it's like like the the line like two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year." That's a Pink Floyd line. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, Frank Ocean did that, though, on Blonde, so... Yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, um, I don't do it a lot, but it's like there, I was like, I, I don't know, like, I, I had uh, gone on this really weird trip with Elijah, and... Uh, Who's my, Elijah? Uh, next Side. Yeah, oh, next side. oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he met my homie for a very long time, like, him and uh, Indigo, those are like, Indigo I've known since I was like three years old, and then Eli, like, I met in grade 10, and so, like, we've just been, like, I don't know. Just been always chilling. This is constant. Um, but yeah, uh, 
Hey, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about how you're taking lyrics from Pink Floyd oh, and yeah, putting yeah. it into your True. album. Yeah, so we, we had gone on a, on this, there was this one day we went to like a bird sanctuary and we just like had a very like weird mush trip where we listened through um, like Wish You Were Here, like through mm. that whole album. And, um, yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. No, not 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 Dark Side. Through um through uh, Wish You Were like the oh yeah oh the, okay the little like Wish You Were Here like tape. It's, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I um, honestly, I never really of, listened to yeah, like, no, no, Pink no, Floyd that's, that's very much. Chill, no, but uh, with the Wish You Were Here tape is, is sick. Actually, I think that's that's what it's called, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure called. the uh, yeah. Wish You Were Here was a part of the Dark Side no, of the Moon not, album, man. but no, it's not, man. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Like I, I'm totally okay yeah, with the admitting that. Yeah, no, I'm right. Wish You Were Here album by Pink Floyd. Yeah, it's yeah. got Shine On You Crazy. It's one of their shorter tapes. It's oh. got it's got five songs on it, released in 1975. It's got Shine On You Crazy Diamond, Welcome to the Machine, Have a Cigar, Wish You Were Here, and then Shine On You Crazy T- Crazy Diamond right. Part Two. Sid, and so Sid Barrett. Yeah. Tributes. So we literally sat there and listened through the whole thing, and I was just, and we were like, holy shit! And it made me rethink everything about music. I was like, okay, this is like, I gotta start like taking this stuff seriously and like really getting into it. And like, I um, I don't know, man. Like, I was just that was the first time I really started like grinding the way that I grind for this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And when you mean by grinding now versus before, like what's different? What's changed? I record every day practically. Really? Yeah. Like uh, the music is my whole life. Like I music like I don't know. It's just sort of happened. It's like I rely on music so heavily. It's like my like my mic is my therapist. Mm. Like, it's like every day. It's like even if I'm not gonna keep what I record, like I gotta say it to the mic. Cause I gotta like yell it, get it out. Cause it's like fu- like it weighs on you. It, it weighs does. on me especially. Like I, I don't know, man. Like I suffer from anxiety. I haven't always suffered from anxiety. We can get into that if you want to. Sure. Um, right now <laughs> whatever's natural to you man all right man yeah uh shit okay we're gonna go all out with this right now um so i didn't always have anxiety anxiety wasn't something that i suffered from for most of my life um i have had depression for a long time but um there was this one time where i was in penticton which is the first mistake don't go to penticton kids I don't like Penticton. My dad lives there. Um, but I was down there, and uh, I went and met up with this one person who I uh, hadn't seen in quite a few years. Um, and I was going to go chill with them, and I was going to smoke weed because I'm a stoner. And uh, and I love my weed. But, like, <laughs> so I went down there, and I brought my own kush and shit. And uh, I went to go smoke with them. And then I was packing a bowl, and then she offered. She's like, yo, do you want to smoke some of our weed? Because there was, like, some on the table. And I was like, sure. Because, like, why not? And you, uh, and I packed the top part of my bowl with that, and I went and I, I smoked it, and I just got like this really, really weird head rush that I hadn't experienced before. Where I was like, all of a sudden it went straight to my head, and I was just like, my heart started beating out of my chest. I like couldn't breathe, and I went and I like sat on the bed, and I was just like looking at the walls, and I like looked up, and I literally like started sinking into the bed, and I just, like swore I could see like the wall started like dripping down like that like, it was weird like, I can't explain it that well but I looked at this poster in the wall and it was just like dripping like this weird like the walls looked wet it, it's it's it was messed man and Whoa. I just like I uh, and I looked up <clears throat> and I like felt my heart and I just sat up in the bed and I could feel my heart literally pounding out of my chest and I looked over at the person next to me and I can't say their name but I um I just started yelling at them I was like what the hell did you well, like what did you do to me like what was it what was in that wheat and then she just like she wouldn't tell me she just denied it and I was like okay <laughs> it's like like i need you to tell me what's going on right now because i'm freaking out and she like she, uh, she just wouldn't tell me so i got myself water and i just i left and i just i, just, I, I went and i ran home um listened to a yg album <laughs> and i uh 
I literally sprinted all the way home. Like I, like I put on that tape, and by the time it was done, it was at my house. But you were in Penticton, though. That's a long way from home. And, well, no, I mean my dad's house in Penticton. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. no, so, so it was chill. Like, I, I sprinted from her house on one end of Penticton to my dad's house on the other side of Penticton. And I did that in like half an hour. Damn. Um, and then like uh, I got home. And like so, yeah, I had my first ever anxiety attack that night. <laughs> oh. And then I, I went home and I um and I went to bed and I woke up the next day and I went and I talked to some of my friends that I only know a couple people in particular and I mentioned her name. I was like I said the name and they were like why the fuck did you go there? And that was the first thing they said to me and I was like oh I was like word like I wish you guys had told me that before I didn't know and um so yeah they, she has a history of that like smoking like laced weed. And oh, um, so yeah, I, I got I got laced. That's the first time I ever. Like, Did I, you ever find was, out what, what yeah, it was laced with? It was with? coke. Oh no. Yeah, so that was the first time I ever. And I never wanted to do coke. I'm like very strongly against coke. Um, but yeah, so I coke. <laughs> and then ever since then, so I, I smoked weed that day too. The next day, and I had another anxiety attack. And I was like, okay, so that's what anxiety attacks are now. And that's, that and that has been a constant thing in my life ever since. Yeah. Has that affected your relationship with weed, though? Um, I didn't let it. It did it for a week, and then I was like, I just I powered through it because I was like, nah. Because the thing is that weed is like how I deal with like depression. So it was like she totally just like fucked up my whole like thing. You know what I mean? So it was like yeah. that really messed with me for a second. But it's like nah, I got through it. But like, so I don't have like an anxiety attack every time that I smoke weed now. Like I still love weed, but right. like for a little while there, yeah, it did. Which Damn, is, which is pretty weird. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. No, that's some, it's some fuck shit. I'm pretty open about saying it. Um, test your drugs, kids. Be careful with that shit. Well, um, trust your source, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, of course. But, like, just be, like, very careful. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Be very, very careful. Because like, I never thought that would happen. Like, in that situation I was in there, I never thought that would happen. It just yeah. happened. We would all love to just trust everybody and yeah, be no. like, you know, everybody's our homie. Yeah, but exactly. Like, I, you can't that, do I that. I used to trust people like a yeah. lot more than I do, and like, yeah, I don't know. That was part of my trust issues. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when it came <clears throat> to your depression, you can go into this as deep or as little as you'd like. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but where did that come from? Uh, depression. And, it's just yeah. mental health, man. Like I don't know. I, that's something that's just sort of I've always kind of struggled with. Like I had a pretty happy childhood. That I didn't really have that many problems with, but my um my older sister is like uh, extremely bipolar, mm. um and she's fine now. Like I love my older sister, I love both my sisters, um, but uh, she struggled with it when she was around thirteen. And I don't want to go too deeply into it just because of her personal sure you know um, yeah. But anyway, like uh, the mental health is like a thing that's occurring in my family. So um. I don't I don't know like it's just something that I've never actually gone to a doctor to talk to him about it. It's just, like, a thing that I... Because I, I don't want to. I don't want to be put on meds or anything like that. I just, like, I've had some, like, very dark times in my life. Like, there was a point where um, uh, I can't... Like, I've been suicidal before. Um, I don't know, man. It, it, it's... it's <laughs> Yeah, the, the shit's fucked. Like, it's just kind of always been around me. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> like, it, it just... It, it, yeah. I don't, I don't have too too many reasons to be de to be depressed all the time like it's, mm -hmm. there's a lot like and that's what kind of gets me through like especially now that's why i'm like good like there's a lot of things that are good in my life and i've like learned to like focus on the good um but like a lot a lot of the time i've gotten into like those head spaces where you just like like I, like you just i just beat myself up like into the fucking ground where it's like you are like the worst you don't deserve to live like you just 
you are the scum of the earth, like you're a shitty person, like, and I, I'll do that to myself, like, like for like a while, like I've done it to myself for years before, like just con- continuously for like constant years, didn't talk to anybody, let myself go into like a whole, like into a cloud and just lock yourself in it. Like my, uh, my parents got divorced when I was seven mm-hmm. and that, uh, my dad left on Halloween and then, uh, I still see my dad and everything. I like he's I love my dad, he's chill and everything like that. But um that like fucked with me like a lot <laughs> at the time. Um you know, cuz I was 7, you know what I mean? It's like it's at that awkward age where it's like you're not young enough to like not understand it cuz I understood it, but it was like you're not old enough to really get it. So it's just like I blame myself kind of thing and it's like, you know, cuz you're a little kid, you, you just don't get it. Yeah. Um, I get it now, like, because they shouldn't have been together, you know, and it's, like, it's obvious, but, like, it's, it, it, I was a little kid, you know, it's, yeah. I want my dad and my mom to be together, you know, so, of course. Like, and that, like, that sent me off on a little bit of a, of, like, a tangent of pushing people away from me, and then, like, I lost, like, most of my friends, and then I just kind of secluded myself into my own little space, and then that is when it really started going bad for me, um, yeah, I'd say without weed, I probably wouldn't be here, to be honest. I started smoking weed around, like, grade 7, I, but then I, it started, worked very well for me. It, like, offered me, like, a, a space to, like, get out of, like, that and just, like, hating everything. It was, like, all of a sudden, I was, like, laughing again, mm. <laughs> you know? Was, yeah. Like, I like, hadn't laughed, like, really laughed and, like fuck man like years like properly like that which is like <laughs> you know what I mean like like um yeah it's just it's that <clears throat> works for me yeah of keeps course keeps me steady keeps me uh I don't like to say distracted cause that's not healthy but it is like how I cope so it kind of just is what it is so yeah yeah <laughs> well human psychology is extremely complicated so yeah you know whatever you find works for you works for you and yeah. uh i don't know me talking about this shit it's like i ramble a lot i don't because it's kind of like hard to explain um but yeah I well that's know. okay though you yeah. know um and we we obviously find that it comes across in your music you do find that yeah, your music like that is the clearest form of me explaining like people always ask me that kind of question um and like the clearest form of me explaining it to you really is in my music like like, like if I were to sit there and dissect a song with you that, that a lot of the time is a little bit easier too because then I can like point out exactly what line you know it's like and like explain what each thing means because it's like it's all written out there and like each one of those songs is like a message you know what I mean yeah like um like that song Painted Faces we were just recording the video for yeah like yeah. that song is like it's got a very strong like uh like thorough like message throughout the whole thing or a um, consistent message I should say sorry yeah um, what, is, what is that message Painted faces. So, yeah. um, so I see the hook is I see painted faces standing in the rain. I see painted faces. Nothing was the same. Um, that's the two bait, like the two main lines in the hook. Um, what that means is, uh, so it's painted faces in the rain. So what, what I'm saying is that I've noticed that people have painted on their faces. So it's like I've noticed that people are fake around me. That the people around me are showing fake love. The people around me are showing like not. Um, real like they're just like not a, a real person that's like they, they're just trying to use you to get themselves up um and, and the standing in the rain part of that is is meaning like so <laughs> i'm watching people's faces literally like drip off so it's like literally just i'm saying that everybody's fake and i'm watching their faces like 
melt off basically right and that's what the whole thing and then the idea is that nothing was the same is um implying that like you know the expression like ignorance is bliss yeah right so it's basically saying like it's questioning um whether it's better to like be aware that everybody around you is fake and just be like blissful in the moment of like everyone loves me woo. you know what i mean or is it yeah. like is it better just to be aware that like everyone is like they have their own motives they all are there for a reason and um and at the end of the day they're there for themselves not for you <laughs> and yeah. at least that's been my experience a lot of the time and like people have used me a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. um so uh, it, you know that that's what that song's about <laughs> i don't know i consistently talk about that throughout the, the whole thing like that day you left it broke my heart i know what's next that shit won't start so i'm gonna I'm take your love i'm gonna break your heart before you break mine take your love before you take mine so it's saying i'm gonna I'm break your heart before I, uh, you even get close to me and so hmm. i'm gonna I'm just end this before i let you get close because i can't i can't stand it it's like you fake as shit right yeah. <laughs> that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because um, if I let you get close, I'm going to find out that there's all these things about you that you didn't want to tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Everybody has, you know, skeletons in their closet and things mm-hmm. like that, things that they don't necessarily want to show to the world. And yeah, sometimes bringing them close, though, can be a very hurtful and painful experience. Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I find those kinds of themes often do come up in your latest record, Dead Rose, yeah. which just came out. Yeah. And so what was that like in comparison to your EP that came out the year prior? Um, well, a lot of Dead Rose is, is freestyles. Like, No More is a freestyle. Because of a Girl is a freestyle. And, it, like, Dead Rose is uh, me finding my sound. Like, it was, like, me really, like, becoming comfortable with what I was doing. I mean, like, really, like, getting across what I was trying to say. I had, like, a few experiences, like, stacked up in a lot of those songs. Like, um, Love Lies is about an experience with this one girl. Um, Again, no names. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'm a gentleman. Uh, But, like, it's just my experience with her. I talk about her um, in in that song. Um, Then there's another experience I talk about in um, in Lost. Uh, Lost, uh, I wrote on a crazy experience where I was up at a, that was another mush trip. (laughs) I went up to, um, I went up to Big White and uh, I was up at the cabin with some of my homies and like we listened to Frank Ocean's like Blonde and it was a me finding a lot, like uh, out a lot about my music again, figuring things out. Um, That was around December uh, and I wrote Lost the next like at 4 a.m. that night and so that that song came from there um this i just made friends with the floor in the bathroom stall drinking because he never called like i was chunding that night in the bathroom for like an hour mm. <laughs> yeah um yeah <laughs> so there's that one on there wait for me is about uh, another girl <laughs> it's, it's only two girls on that album that i talk about um wait for me is about the girl that i talk about in like everything since then because she's kind of like really play with me a lot right um and uh yeah so that that song is like that song is about like the very beginning of it though um because she was with uh somebody who is my friend so uh, sort of like somebody that i know she was with him when i met her uh she came to my she came to my house actually for a halloween party last year um and then that's when i met her and uh <laughs> <laughs> she was with uh, my homie, and um, 
so I, I couldn't I couldn't like be with her and shit. But I was uh thinking of her when I wrote that song, like cause I said Shorty got love, but it ain't for me. I got time, baby, wait for me. And the thing is, she was interested in me. Like, literally that night, she was interested in me. Like, she was, like, she was flirting with me and shit. Like, she was all up on And, like, uh, we talked afterwards and shit. And then, like, we had, like, I shut that down. Because I was like, nah, 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 nah. Because you, you were <laughs> But, yeah. So, I was like, um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't fuck around with that. So, nothing really happened with her at the time. And then, um, down the road, like, a little bit later on, um, like, once that was all over with, with him... Like, we started, like, seeing each other, like, a little bit. And it was, like, literally, like, a one-time thing. But, like, um, I just, uh, I ended it because I was, uh, afraid. Like, I was, um, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I, like, I had such a bad anxiety attack that I literally couldn't breathe. I was, like, sitting there and I just, like, couldn't breathe. I was, like, I couldn't, like, I, I, I didn't. I couldn't calm myself down. I was like freaking the fuck out, and I just didn't know what to do. And then like I, um, the next day I ended it. I was like, I can't, I can't. Um, and then like shit. Since then, more stuff has happened. But like, I'm not gonna go too into detail with her, just cause like, yeah, just cause I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate that. Sure. But, yeah. No as far as from there, yeah, the, the, that's kind of like the main point of it, though. Is just, um, well, a lot of the time, that's the situation I get into with people is cause because I've been used in the past by certain people, um when somebody starts getting close and things are going good, like, a lot of the time I have a tendency to ruin it just because, like, I'm a toxic person sometimes. I can allow myself to be, and it's not good, but, yeah. So that's what a lot of those songs are about. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Me destroying my own relationships. <laughs> you know, that'll come with age, though. I mean, yeah. potentially. Like, if it is yeah, something that you do try to work on to, um, you might find it to be something that you eventually grow from and grow through. And, you, you know, you're 18. Yeah, you no, know, like, you have so like, much in your life yeah, still to man, look no, forward for to. Real, like, uh, like, my music's going to sound completely different in, in two years. Like, yeah. it, it will. Like, I know that. Just because, like, I'm going to be a completely different person in two years. The one thing I know is I'm going to keep, I'm going to still be making music. <laughs> yeah. That's all that I know. It's like, I'm, I'm going to still be me. And yeah. I'm going to still be doing this. But I don't know what it is I'll be talking about because I'll be in a very different place. Yeah. You know, 100%. Just, Who yeah. knows where you'll be at? Like, yeah. um, for you to start really making music and releasing music in 2017 and one of your songs already reaches over 150,000 listens is pretty fucking crazy. So mm -hmm. for you to keep on going, I think it would be a good idea, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I can't, I'm not stopping now. <laughs> no, of course not, yeah, obviously. Full send, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, here we go. Uh, I'm moving to Vancouver in November. Really? So, yeah. It's the start, so. Why? There's nothing here. Oh, you, yeah, there's nothing here for you There's nothing here. Like, what? Like, it's for the culture, man. Like, you know, there's there's not that much of that, <laughs> like, here, to be honest. Like, it's like, Kelowna's getting better for it, but, like, yeah. there's, it's not a hub for that. Like, you can't, you can't make the connections you need to make in Kelowna. It's like, especially if you want, like, you can't even make all the connections you need to make in Vancouver. Vancouver's a start. I need to go to Vancouver for a while and get a base, but then I, I need to be traveling a lot. Like, Tion's starting to get that. He's been traveling a lot. Like, I mean, not starting to get that. Tion gets that. He's been doing that. Um, 
Like that that's what he does. That's the big difference with Tion that makes him like the big player here is that he's been going around the country. He actually makes those moves. It's gotta go beyond that. I wanna go beyond that too. Like I wanna be making those trips down to LA and making those connections there. Like you have to do it. Yeah. If you don't do it, you you won't expand there. Killy's only just starting to break into the freaking states. Like you know what I mean? Like Yeah. <laughs> you you really do have to like be there in person. Like the reason why um like Lil Peep did so well like a big part of that and, and his come up was that he um he didn't live in one specific place Lil peep was like low-key homeless like he like would crash at different friends houses like he had a friend's house in l in um la he had another friend's house that was in um fuck where else would he he, he stayed in new york a lot because he's, mm. he's uh from there i don't even know where, where the fuck else was the other place he stayed at uh uh, it's not that important, but anyway, like he was traveling a lot though. Like he was across the states. You know what I mean? Like, cause he had, just was staying at different friends' houses, making music in those friends' houses, and continually just doing what he did, doing shows in all these different places. Like he did every show he could do in that city, then he went to another city. And he did every show he could do in that city, then went to another city. You yeah. know what I mean? And then like all of a sudden, everybody in that city knows you. It's like if everybody in Kelowna knows who I am now. It's like I need to make sure everybody in Vancouver knows who I am. Everybody in, in Toronto needs to know who I am. Then everybody in LA needs to know who I am. Then everybody in, and then if you do that with all the major cities in the world, then you, you're golden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not on any. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. So that's very cool. Um, when it comes to like where the direction of your music is going, mm. where do you see it going from here? From here? Yeah. Um. Oh, shit, I don't know, man. It kind of just happens to itself. It's yeah. like, I can't predict, like, what's gonna... Like, I, I'm just focusing on keeping it true to myself and to keep, like, keeping the music um, clean. <laughs> mm. Clean, uh, true to my art and something that I'm proud of. And that's, like, all I'm focusing on right now and making sure that what I'm saying is coming from my heart. So whatever it is that I'm going through, I'm putting it down on the paper. So, again, like I said, I don't know what I'll be going to, so... Um, but as I can tell you that the un as far as what's unreleased, um, it's it's definitely in light of Dead Rose. Dead Rose is um, sh the first time you really get a chance to see like my sound, like like really what I'm trying to run with, like really like the direction I'm going in musically. Yeah. Um, so like it's very much like that. Yeah, you know, there's such a difference between Dead Rose and um, and your Fear EP. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, the, even the even not even just the instrumentation, but the mix. Yeah. The mix is so much better. Your voice sounds a million times better. Yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, I know it's it's a big difference. Yo, man, like for real, um, like everything you need to know is on YouTube. Like, I went to college on YouTube for like, a few months there, bro. And that's like that's what the difference is. Is that like yeah. there was a point like um, the Fear EP was. Um, mixed by next side by elijah back in the day yeah um, and eli is, is good at mixing now but like it, it, we were learning like it was like we just like, picked up the computer we were just like figuring stuff out like we weren't good at at spitting yet we weren't good at mixing yet like we didn't know what we were doing yet you know what i mean so it was like um but for me like a big difference is that like i was relying on him to mix my music for me and then like eventually i got my own computer and i was like all right well like it's time, like, it's better start doing this myself, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I got, I mixed on Logic Pro, and, like, I just learned my shit. Like, I went on YouTube, and I watched, like, a thousand freaking videos on, like, like not a thousand, you know, like, a hundred, <laughs> hundred videos on, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on different, um, like, vocals. Like, you can find a lot of videos that are, like, how-to sound-like videos, you know, like that, and, like, yeah, on, yeah. like, Crab Lord channels and stuff like that, and then you just, like, if you watch a bunch of them, and then kind of, like, take pointers from them, you can get a pretty clean sound. So, totally. like, um, 
like because you can figure out like what like compressors work with certain like genres of music and stuff like that and then you can like play with them for like your own voice and that's what i did so i played with it till i found like a mix that i like on my voice and i have like my own preset that i just fiddle with each time that i'm like, so so you mixed your own album on uh yeah dead rose yeah fuck that's crazy that sounds really good dude thanks man I, yeah i mixed it and mastered it it's just and next side so i wanted to actually go into what he yeah. does with you because in your a lot of your singles that you had, it was featuring death. Uh, um, featuring next side. Next side. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just been around. Like uh, it's still gonna be like there's a. I'm dropping the nighttime remix featuring next side like tonight or probably not tonight. I don't know where the hell we at. Whenever the the Love Lies video hits 10k, I'm dropping it. So yeah. that has next side on it. I've got. I mean, he's, he's the only feature on Dead Rose like on on Nameless at the very beginning. Yeah. So like he's there. Um, Indigo should be on more shit. He's been he's been on his produ production game lately, right? Um, so that he's been like really grinding with his beats and like they've been getting sounding a lot more clean. And he's like getting to the point where we can start like really using them. Like I have a song already recorded um, on one of Indy's beats in the Soundfire, um, but like yeah, Indy's just been like taking a break from the studio, so it's like why he hasn't been on as many tracks. But like I'm, I want him on more features and stuff. It's not like anything really changed there. Like it just like there's been a few months with Eli just and I haven't really like recorded together. Like that was over the summer because he was working up at like a. Up at, a, up at the lodge, like, in the forest. Which is right. So, but, like, yeah, so I just didn't see him for, like, a month or two, so he didn't record. But, like, yeah, the, the features will still be happening. Once I'm in Vancouver, I don't know what the hell's happening, but, like, I'm sure we'll still figure out a way. <laughs> Shit, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, that's very, very sick, man. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing where you go with this because, yeah, sure. um, you know, this is exciting. It's, yeah. it's cool. You know, it's really cool that we actually have people in Kelowna doing this kind of thing. And that's yeah. what really um, attracted to me what you were doing is because you were doing something so different at that show. Yeah, now, let's sure. get into the oh, show the a little show. bit because, like, okay, so tell me, like, what was the lead up into that? What the – how did you sneak in and then eventually start performing there? Like, what the fuck? Well, all right. So, like, with that show, it was, like <laughs> – um, Originally, like when they were setting it up, they had like hit me up, like to be like, Yeah, I want you at this show. Cause like, um, I know Jerome. Yeah. And like, uh, Jerome, like, we, me and him go back a while, like, with Basement and shit. And then, like, he just, like, he knows my music. He's a big fan of shit. And he, like, hit me up and he's like, Come on, man. Like, this would be sick. And I was like, All right, word. But, like, except it's at the habitat. Like, you're going to have to figure something out. Cause, like, I'm 18. Like, this isn't, like, I can't change the fact that I'm 18. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm just like, like, I'll be 19 in January, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, like, he just, like, uh, so he's like, All right, I'll talk to the owner. And then the owner is a hard ass at the habitat. So he's like, Nah. And he just said, nah, like, straight up. And he's like, so Jerome hit me up and he's like, nah, like, he, it's not going to work. So I was like, all right, all right. It's not happening. Like, I wasn't that hurt over it. It's like, it's all good. Um, but then, like, the day of the show, like, started, like, actually, like, a week before, kind of rolling around. I worked with Edge, too. So Edge performed at that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so me and him actually worked together. And then, like, uh, we were just chilling one day and, like, he was, we were talking about it. And he's like, honestly, man, like, just come to the show, like, early, early on and, like, just find a way to, like, get through the whole like them checking like your id and then like you'll be good and i was like yeah like honestly like my, like what's the worst that can happen like i live downtown so like worst that happens is like i go home like oh you know oh well <laughs> it's, all, it's all good you know what i mean so yeah. it's like i just like i went down there at, like when they were doing their, their like sound check i like, walked in i had all my set like on a usb drive because i was like you know just never leave home without it yeah uh, brought that shit and i just like walked in like I talked to Jerome. He's like, all right, well, if we can get you in here, then, like, you're doing a set. And so, like, you're going to open. So, they, so I was like, all right, word. So I got my set at the very beginning. Um, they said, like, as long as you don't get kicked out, you're performing. So it's like, word up. I had all my songs ready to go. I would, like, so I hid backstage. And then um, 
I was sat there for like 15 minutes because like uh, like the guy came up and he was like, all right, guys, got time to go outside and get your IDs checked. Like everyone's got to leave the like the building and then walk back in. And then so like Jerome like looks at me, he's like, shit, what do you do, right? And I was like, oh fuck. So like, all right, I'll hide backstage. I'll hide backstage. So I like hid backstage and I'm just sitting there, right? And I sat there for like 15 minutes and then like um the sound guys like the my homies up there, the DJs up there like uh, trying out his set, right? And he's like uh, playing around with the the soundboard. And uh, just like all of a sudden, I hear some like rustling like along in the backstage area beside me. I'm like, shit. And I look over and it's the owner. He's like walking around, like checking stuff backstage. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I just like dipped up on stage. And I was like just up there and I was stood standing next to the DJ. Like, oh yeah, I just like bobbed my head, like acting like I was like supposed to be like, yep, yep. And like, the owner, like, <laughs> owner just like walks up on stage and starts walking over the DJ. And I just like bounced. I just like dipped out and walked like down the side of the stage and walked straight to the bathroom. And I locked myself in like one of the stalls in the bathroom. And I sat there for like head ass 45 minutes. And then 45 minutes later i walked out and did my set oh yeah, yo yeah, that's wild I, I just like sat there like i just gotta like let this time go by bro and then like once it was done i just like walked out i was ready yo to go. big ups yeah that's like wild. Kenny, kenny came into the bathroom gave me some shots and i was like let's go <laughs> <laughs> big ups on yeah. honestly that's fucking sick yeah that's deep. so sick thanks man Thank yeah you. yeah it's, it's a, yeah that was a fun show like yeah, i've said was, that so yeah. many fucking times that was decent. like nobody there like was expecting me so it was like it wasn't like i have my fan base there like because when i have my fan base there she goes crazy like i have kids that really fuck with my stuff that's yeah. the thing like i have a younger fan base and a lot of people that are like able to get into those venues obviously so it's like i had this one show that i did where i was at a beach like at sarson's beach and it was like not legal at all we were just out at like this like um uh, the side of this like public building and we set up like this whole stage there and we went till the cops shut it down at 11 o'clock but like kids were like up on top of the roof and shit behind me like wild and out like like that was the first time i like, did like a, a big performance like that like but like if i could get those kids in there like they'd be like going nuts you know obviously I mean? like, this means you need to do all ages shows exactly so like, yeah. i'd get the black box going then it'd be like insane like we'd have like both audiences mixed together and it would actually be like a really crazy venue yeah so, like i'm trying to get those all ages shows going but um yeah, like, the, the thing is, like, nobody there really knew my music, but it's, like, I felt like I gained, like, a decent amount of fans from that performance, so it's, like, it's always good exposure, so, you know, I was, like, very grateful that I got to perform, it was sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Hell yeah, buddy, that's yeah, sick. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Cause I had a, I hadn't really heard of your stuff before, but after I saw see, that, I was like, that was fucking like, sick. This is an example like, yeah. of the connections that show gave me. It's yeah, like, it was crazy. Fire. It was super sick. Well, I gotta perform more. Like, I love performing. Um, I like hype hyping up my performances more like when i perform i like to be like jumping around and like really going nuts and like that was like the, the crowd there was like chilling so i felt a little awkward doing like trying to do that with them i was trying to get them going but like you know they were chilling it was like i was the first performance too so i like they were they got nuts during nate's nate's set yeah um but like you know i was the first one there so it was like i had then like half the people were still outside for the first couple songs too so i was like come on guys like i was like trying to i was like jump 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 like, what? like <laughs> you guys paid to get here like get yeah. up like, oh i mean oh, like shit. openers are openers man like it's just sometimes yeah. it's just yeah, how sometimes it's how it is man yeah. you know what i mean like but it, i keep the same energy for like a crowd of 10 people as i would for a crowd of like seventy thousand. you know what i mean like you gotta like just freaking go go for it yeah, yeah yeah um i just saw you know who jpeg mafia is of course yeah, yeah. i saw him live like last week let's say and uh i saw this video on the internet it was so fucking hilarious of jpeg's like yelling and like doing his set yeah. and there's literally only one guy in the crowd one guy really? and i'll be fucking honest here when i say he had the exact same energy at that one guy show as he did last week when i saw him yeah. he had a full pack show yeah. at fortune sound club yeah, it's it like, was wild yeah man. it's, you know, it's, it's crazy just, it's just like 
it's about the audience, man. Like yeah. the audience like fuels it. Like well, yeah, it's and it's it, like man. it's crazy. It's so like, much you fun. fuel them, but like you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. like the audience needs to come with some energy. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll give you some energy. It's, yeah, it's, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking sick. Mm. Um, dope. Dope. That's freaking sick. Cause um, I want to give them like a, a metal show, like or like a punk rock show. Like my my inspirations are like Green Day and shit, shit like that. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like when I perform, I want it to be like that. Like I like headbanging. I like fucking like I like I love like Nirvana. Like you know, I want to give them like the vibe of like smells like Teen Spirit. You know what I mean? Like you guys gotta be like jumping. Like but I want to see someone would get punched out in, the, in one of my mosh pits. Like it has to happen, bro. Like it's <laughs> like some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like in time, so it's gotta dude. go hard, right? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. In time, yeah. in time. Yeah, as as but, long as you like interact with the crowd really well. Remember, it's a relationship that you have right yeah you it's a relationship that you have and you um as long as you make them feel good and entertained they'll want to bring that back that energy right back to you facts yeah yeah for sure for sure um yeah great anyway right. was there any last things you wanted to say to uh not much to people out there? anything else you had to like ask me that's it um is there anything that you wanted me to cover that i may have missed no nah, i don't think so man that's, no i don't know uh Fuck, I got new stuff coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Shouts out Trofunk for putting my shit on, like, the Love Lives video. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Those guys are sick. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah that, that. Probably that. We should talk about the Love Lives video, because, like... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that came out. It's on Trofunk's channel. It came out, like, a week ago. Uh, it's filmed and, like, directed by TMS Productions. Um, some of my homies from high school, they're crazy. Uh, they deserve to be, like like very very famous um, yeah those guys and, are young yeah. but they're doing yeah, really they're good doing stuff such good stuff they're yeah. like so good their visuals are on like a different level um they, they can make anything look good like some of those shots that we had there like in that video were filmed in like my friend's basement with like hella shit lighting like here this is this is really good lighting here right like it's like like we filmed like basically this kind of lighting uh -huh. and that's how they filmed like a bunch of the shots in the love lives video and they made it look like that Fuck. It's like they're they're just so good at that shit, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, crazy. And Trofunk's cool because like yeah. Trofunk is such a, like he's a legend, man. Like, how did you how did you get it on there, bro? Like I just emailed him. He's just such a G. Like so it's like Trofunk. For people who don't know, listening to this, Trofunk is um he's a YouTube channel slash like he's a guy who's on Twitter. Like I don't know, he's just a social media presence who's um helped a lot of people um come up from the underground into like the mainstream media or into or at least. It, get some exposure um for like for example people that have come from Trofont, like lil peep posted his beamer boy video yeah he Trofont did yeah yeah way yeah. back in the day which is like huge and ghost has like, been yeah, on there ghost Xavier Xavier Wolf. Ghost may have been on there yeah uh, suicide boys po like posted a lot of audio tracks on there back in the day like um like, there's a lot of stuff puya been on there um for who else uh little ugly man been on there um yeah Trofont's sick like, I, like the funny thing is that I'd seen so many videos on Trillfunk's channel. Like, I literally watched like there's this like documentary on like Pete thing that I watched on Trillfunk's channel. I didn't even know it was on Trillfunk's channel. It's like, like, it's, like I started like looking into channels that had like more presence and like he he's such a cool guy. Like, he does not get enough credit either. Like, Trillfunk has done a lot for like for artists putting them on and like. Yeah, not a lot of people know who he is. It's like Trillfunk, Internet Hippie, Astari, like all of those people, like seriously like they do a lot for the culture and like hey people don't realize that's wild dude hell yeah <laughs> yo that's so fucking sick yo congrats on getting all that success man that's thanks awesome. man you have almost yeah you're almost at 10k on that video yeah yeah we'll be there like within the next 24 hours yeah, yeah. it's sick 
It's really, really cool. Um, and also, you're going to freestyle for us, right? Am I? I guess we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah dope. Um, before we do that, um, let's just like wrap up the episode first, yeah. and then we'll uh, then we'll do the freestyle at the sure, end. For sure. But um, lastly, did you have any questions for me at all? Um, not really. I mean, like, how'd you like how'd you get into this, man? I don't know. Have you become the interviewer here? Like, <laughs> shit, tell me you start. Why'd you start? Like. It's just because you're so good at asking. Like, I actually noticed that for all the people listening to this, the reason why I got into it is just because he's like got such a great presence. And anytime he talks to anybody, you just start talking about yourself for like an hour, man. Like, <laughs> I showed up here, we were filming this video, and like we like we, we literally like weren't even doing the interview yet, and I was already just talking about like my past and like school and shit like that. It's like, what, why are we talking about this, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, then, so yeah. I don't even need to ask that question. I know why. It's like, you're just like perfect for that. Like you have the whole presence. So it's Appreciate that, man. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I wanted to do this was because I've always personally been so interested in doing videos and music and photos and all that yeah. stuff. Like I, I've learned to do a lot of that stuff growing up. But the thing though is that I've always been so involved with myself and I yeah. just sort of like stay away from like, I, I, I like being social. But I'm just like I don't go out my out of my way to do stuff. Like I don't party. I don't go out and drink and stuff. Cause right. I don't even drink. I don't party at all. I don't yeah. do drugs or any of that shit. So I needed a way to connect with the people that are doing that. Cause I wanted to. I fit in better with other creative people than I do with like, um, I don't know the rest of the people that are around here. I find yeah. that it's hard to connect sometimes with people that yeah. aren't necessarily into music the same way that I am or in the creative yeah. stuff that I am. So I wanted to get to know people like you better or yeah. or like Shane better or like Mm. timmy or like whoever right so uh and so that's why and i also just wanted to like um it gave me and it gave me a way to connect people and also combine all the things that i like you know like audio engineering with this uh recording and then there's also the photography that i'm doing for you Mm. um and all that stuff so the reason why i wanted to start is because i can connect with people better and use my skills that i already have to like make shit and um i yeah and i just yeah that, those are the main things man yeah man that's cool that's really cool appreciate it thank yeah, you for sure yeah dope um all right great so that was the dead rose or day rose uh interview yeah. now before i finish this off we're gonna do a freestyle here so uh let's get into it all right let's go yeah okay okay yeah start with some rings let y'all know i know you know this first part is in a freestyle but the second half will be yeah hey i've been looking for a sign for a sign for a sign dollar signs that been all this on my mind on my mind i've been looking for a sign for a sign for a sign dollar signs that been all this on my mind on my mind pots of perky now i'm sipping on that tap my soul inside a white gets my chains i pray yeah give me one more day hey fucking on your bitch i take your pride away Satan's the inside today candy coated Ride the rave, pistol loaded, acid base. Take your whip and ride away. Steal your soul and hide away. Hide in hell, it burn away. Ring that bell, you learn today. Shorty want this dick, okay? Louis V, my fit, okay? Diamonds on my wrist, okay? Yeah, I don't stop at the sign. Run on red, save some time. Got your bitch, she bump a line. I think she do it all the time. I don't stop at the sign. Run on red, save some time. Got your bitch, she bump a line. I think she do it all the time. I've been having premonitions about a different type of life. Why? Never had a chance, no lie. I always had chase that high. I fell asleep, dreaming about a bitch last night. Yeah, wake when I slip inside. Yeah, sure like I slip 
and slight, yeah. Fucking with a demon like me won't do. Kill a pussy like you think one thing too. I'ma caution you, I'm a monster who never had an issue with a knife or two. I'm the death of you. No one can stop me, I'll get to you. Devil behind you, you destitute. You got the answers, I'm pressing you. No one can stop me, I'm ending you. Yeah, bitch, I'm ending you. Yeah, this is no interview. Yeah, bitch, I'm into you. Yeah, I was not into you. Yeah, I was not into you. No, I was not into you. Yeah, I was not into you. Been looking for a sign, for a sign, dollar signs. That been all this on my mind, on my mind. Shooting shots at his head, be be a motherfucking dolphin, coughing up blood, hitting up the top of his coffin. Like yeah, I just might do this shit too often. Like yeah, send them shots. Like bitch, I might just off them chains on my neck, blood be dripping in my coffin. I'm gripping to the roses, bitch, up on the altar. Yeah, whoa, I never gonna falter. Yeah, I be the father. Uh, she call me. Daddy, whoa, she called me Poppy. Yeah, <laughs> shit, oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I'm losing my flow, but it's alright. <laughs> That's it. Dead Rose, look me up. Fuck. <laughs>